0: branding of Xi Jinping. (laughs) It's insane. The most secure elections ever. (laughs) Ha ha. And the end goal of those in control. We got all three of those items and a huge bunch more coming up for you. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Thursday, Thursday morning across America. Nice to have you along for the ride here. And right off the bat, we want to thank and say hello to Karen Hill, who has popped in on the live chat. Nice to see you along for the ride, Karen. Uh, Name is Karen Hill. The M is what I am. Okay. (laughs) All right. Anyway, oh, is it M or RN? Oh, RN, you're a nurse. My mom was a nurse, for years and years my mom was a nurse. I have such respect for you nurses, you do great, great work. Thank you for your service, I know we often say that to military people but you know you don't think about it, nurses who are the backbone of getting you better, no better no better bunch of folks. Hey, look before we even get into our first sponsor, this it just popped, just popped and I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to mention it the polls are out the new Emerson polls show Trump's polling increasing a lot check this out for the Republican nomination Trump is at 62% next closest Haley and that's after her ridiculous statements 10% 10 DeSantis 8 Ramaswamy 6 Christie two and Bergam, one 62 percent man you know Haley DeSantis from a Swami Christy Burgum, why don't you do yourself a favor just drop out now just piss off go away we don't need you we're fine it's over folks it is over done what is not over is one of our great sponsors blackout coffee Oh man, I'm telling you. Where is my blackout coffee? Ah, there it is. Be awake, not woke. The best small batch coffee beans you will ever have. You have no idea exactly how good a cup of coffee can be until you try blackout coffee. This company is all about two things and they are 100% behind those two things. That is making a fantastic cup of coffee and our American values. I personally recommend it. I drink six, seven cups of coffee every single day including right here on the show. They are committed to conservative values and great coffee from sourcing the beans with local co-ops and American farmers. To the roasting process, customer support, shipping, Blackout Coffee has an amazing work ethic and they make an amazing coffee too. They're dedicated to you, the customer, and of course, to our country. Zero compromise on taste and quality. Do me a favor, check out Blackout Coffee. Seriously, just hit, hit the link in our show notes. It's the top link there. Check them out. Got your promo code too That'll get you an incredible deal. Just buy a single bag. Pick your favorite roast and buy a bag. That's all I'm asking. You will not only support this show, you will find yourself in possession of one of the most amazing coffees you've ever had. I'm. It's always strong, always bold, never bitter. And if you use the promo code J20 J A Y twenty at checkout, you will get twenty percent off your first order. Ditch those other guys. You don't know how long that stuff's been there. You don't know what those companies stand for. You know with Blackout Coffee, they are about American family values, honesty, and integrity, and making good coffee. Use the link in our show notes, and you will get that 20% off. Don't forget our promo code, which is J20. It's right there on the screen now. JAY20. To help support this show but more importantly to help support a company that's right behind everything we do. Ground Zero HAL 9000. All right before I get to you thank you Blackout Coffee we we are seriously we're very 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 proud to have you as a sponsor of this show. Um, (coughs) Seriously. Uh, Okay Uh, here we go. What did you say HAL? They Zionists Israel you have a nuclear bomb, USAID is funding terrorist, a, t- a terrorist state. And there's a link there in the show, in the uh, live chat if you want to follow that and check it out. Thank you for participating, Hal. I don't know, I can't go there right now. I'll check it out after the show, we'll see what you're talking about. The Washington Examiner published a piece and, oh boy, this really, did you see? Did you see the footage from the now cleaned-up San Francisco? At least the parts where Jinping was, or Jinping was uh, dis, uh, visiting. The article, the headline says the whitewashing of Xi Jinping's is grotesque, and they're not wrong. There's the uh, rotting bag of flesh. That would be the guy on the right in this picture. Those who wonder how the Holocaust was able to happen got the answer after they see how much of the world responded to Hamas terrorists slaughtering some 1,200 Jewish civilians in Israel. They can see another example with the absolutely grotesque whitewashing and pandering to this Chinese dictator, Xi Jinping. He got this overwhelmingly warm welcome in San Francisco. The streets were lined in red, China flags, not an American flag by the way, notice that, in sight. Even here we have our country flag and the flag of whatever country is visiting to honor those people. In San Francisco, oh no. It was all the Chinese flag. Even before he arrived, Newsom flew to China to pal around, not to mention China's human rights abuses. San Francisco finally decided, as we said, to clean up the homeless encampments in uh, preparation for Xi's visit and then greeted on the tarmac by good old Buddy Newsom and Treasurer Secretary Janet Yellen, the most out-of-touch Treasury Secretary we have ever had in our history. She, She clapped for him as he walked off the plane. Biden praised Xi because their meetings have, quote, always been candid, straightforward, and useful. And he brings me lots of big checks. Okay, he didn't say that part, but you know, I'm sure he was thinking it. He managed to get his precious climate agreement. Chinese Communist Party, Communist Party will undoubtedly completely ignore, don't give a crap. They don't have to give a crap. <clears throat> Even American CEOs attended, so they could cozy up to Xi and make themselves even richer. This is the same man responsible for carrying out a genocide against the Uyghurs in Xinjiang. Massive human rights abuses, forced labor, which has its ties to China's climate projects that are prioritized by Democrats, corporations, and forced Sterilization. Yes, I said forced sterilization. Thousands of Uyghurs have been thrown into what are just simply concentration camps under Xi's regime. Tyranny. And he gets a glowing welcome here in the U.S. from not just the president, other officials, and American CEOs, And civilians, too. China prepared to conquer and subjugate Taiwan. It's going to happen soon, folks. Mark my words. Having already done the same thing to Hong Kong, yes, there was an agreement signed years ago, but trust me, the spirit of that agreement is long gone. Responsible for the global COVID pandemic, killing over a million Americans after China let the virus loose lied about its severity, floated spy balloons over the U.S., used the popular app TikTok, which you know we fight against on this show with every breath of our body, spyware app to pull data from millions of Americans. Do I need to say it again? If you are on TikTok, get off, delete it, completely scrub whatever device you're using it on. They know everything. Everything about you, everything that's on your phone, even those little hidden things you didn't want anybody to see, they know. And your contacts, too. Despite all this, we opened our arms, bent over, and said, Come on in, Xi Jinping. Almost like it was planned, isn't it? Meanwhile, another story that just broke, again, literally just broke, from Representative Anna Paulina Luna in Washington. She writes on X My husband, newborn, and I are in my office in the Capitol, which just went into lockdown. Because of these uncontrolled protesters. Not a word from the media protesting in favor of the terrorists in Gaza. Take a look. to be fair that is not the capital my understanding is that it was the dnc building democratic national committee something you know it it doesn't matter that's going on with these nut jobs i think it's not in our show notes because as i said it literally just broke within the last hour or two i didn't have a chance to get it into those show notes but man wow I've got another piece of kind of makeup news here not made up fake news but it's a makeup because I meant to have this on last night's show, there was a link but it was mislinked in our show and I cannot pass on this story. Uh, you know, I have called out these idiot politicians who say marijuana pot is a gateway drug, it's not. That, uh, you know, all the danger, oh, you know, all that crap the CIA force fed us starting in what, the 50s or earlier? about the the dangers of the demon weed bullshit with a capital B the benefits the medical benefits alone from marijuana THC are unbelievable and I'm going to show you that in a video I meant to have this for you last night I apologize technical Ride with Larry is the name of a documentary it is amazing This is a scene where retired police captain Larry Smith, who has Parkinson's, tries medical marijuana for the first time. It's a very short little clip, about a minute. But take a look at what happens.
1: And the best way to take it is put it under your tongue and rub it in your cheek.
0: He can barely control his movements. This is what Parkinson's does.
1: Don't do too much. You're going to be asleep all all afternoon. You know what you should do? No. Don't try to communicate. Just relax. See what happens.
0: About four or five minutes later.
1: I think you're calmed down. So quickly. Isn't that amazing? He used just a single drop. And his hands afterwards were rock steady. And the dyskinesia left. Who was going back. guy? It works most of the time. It's like it's.
0: Wow. I don't want to hear any of these bullshit arguments about the dangers of the demon weed. Look, I'm not in favor of drugs, and I've said it from the beginning, marijuana isn't a drug. It should never be or have been classified as a drug. And there, there, is one amazing example of exactly the benefits that can come when people stop buying the crap they're feeding us. And start standing up and saying, no, sorry, that science does not back up what you're saying. When people get fed up enough, it'll happen. Uh, This is a very different subject, but (laughs) Uh, Steve, old guy underscore Steve over on X. You like self-checkout? I hate self-check. One of the reasons I hate self-checkout is they always have this security or some clerk to check your receipt. Well, you know what? If you're going to let me, an untrained cashier, check myself out, then you're just going to have to trust me. Target, Kohl's, Walmart, Aldi's, Home Depot, Jewel, all those other stores that have self-checkout you are now headed towards almost exclusively self-checkout. It's hard to find a cashier when you're trying to get out of one of these places. The lady checking receipts at the exit, stopping everyone. I, this is him writing, I chose not to take part in that nonsense. I'd already filled my cart emptied my cart, scanned all the items, refilled my cart, and so I just skipped the exit line and left. I heard her say, uh, excuse me, as I kept walking, raised the receipt above my head and left the store. You can either trust me to do my own self-checkout that you provide for me, or you can put your damn cashiers back in place like they used to be. I'm not interested in proving that I did your job for you. I shouldn't have to. You want me to be a cashier with no training? Well, you know what? That sounds like a you problem, not a my problem employ young people, give them opportunities, give them a chance to make a little beer money. You do not pay me, nor do you give me any substantial discount, none at all, to scan my own shopping. And what are you saving not paying some clerk to sit at and scan at the cash register? No staff discount for me. unbelievable there you go look at these bloody machines and like I said I would say don't use them go to the cashiers problem is as this writer said in a whole lot of cases there just aren't any cashiers anymore and the day will come the day will come I promise you when there will be no cashiers, it will all be self checkout. Because instead of paying some cashier 15 bucks an hour to check you out, scan all your items, bag them for you, in fact, they don't even hardly ever do that anymore. If you can get a bag, they'll hire a bunch of minimum wage, eight, nine, ten, what's the minimum wage now? I don't know. To sit there and check your receipts. Yeah. To question what they're forcing you to do and you don't work for them, nor do you get any benefit, zero benefit from that. Here's a lady, a mom, who's had enough. Remember I said, draw that line and don't cross over it? Well this teacher has in fact, if I'm not mistaken, when she pulls the flag down there's a map of the US or the world behind it but this teacher <laughs> went into a classroom because she heard there was a rainbow flag in the classroom part of me doesn't have a problem with that As long as there's an American flag in a place of prominence. Maps or flags of maybe many or all the countries on earth kind of thing. This is not a map of a country. This is a map for a movement. This lady has had it.
1: history. And that's what you need to be teaching. Yeah, I'm teaching my son to grow up to be a man. Yeah, and I don't want you hanging on no a security. hanging on a flag up for you to sit up there and teach
0: them the type of stuff I'm trying to keep them away from. Ouch. That mama had it. That mom was done. It was a flag of the, uh, I mean a map of the US that the flag was covering up. The pride flag. I think probably teaching them maybe the US states probably a little more important than a pride flag. Mm. There is <laughs> there is a uh, wow. There is a story out of Fox News about a former editor of the very liberal news outfit that's been charged with multiple counts of, are you ready? You probably already know or can guess. Yep, child pornography. Here we go. Slade Somers Personal Devices allegedly included hundreds of images of child sexual abuse. Former editor for the left website, The Recount, is what it's called. Charged with multiple counts of child pornography. Now, to be fair, this is America, he has been charged. I did not say he was guilty of. Massachusetts authorities say 44-year-old Slade Somer has pled not guilty to two counts of possession of child porn two counts of dissemination of child porn he was arrested at his residence in otis massachusetts not far from where i grew up in connecticut on friday they had a search warrant confiscated all his personal electronic devices the da's attorney's office said some of the materials were sent to others on telegram and snapchat Twenty twenty-one. He allegedly discussed listen to this. Allegedly discussed how to lure, kidnap, and rape children with another individual. Bail said at hundred grand. Bail. He'll be out able to do whatever he wants on his little bail percentage, it won't be long. Are these stories disgusting you? Good. Then do something. Call your representatives. There's a link in our show notes, it's a, it's a constant link, it's always there at the end of all the stuff we're gonna talk about. It says, contact your representative. That'll get you to a, it's a government website, but it works put in your zip code whatever and it will tell you who represents you and how to get a hold of them use it you still got your mask on are you now I know my audience is not that stupid but apparently some actors are no news here really will Wheaton Stand By Me is one of my all-time favorite films. Will Wheaton was brilliant, and he was a kid. Years, what did, 40 years ago or more probably by now? By a director whom I admire, however, his politics and personal life are as screwed up as they could possibly be. If you've never seen Stand By Me, you are missing an incredible film. Anyway... He has an article here from the Daily Wire explaining why he still wears a mask in public, which we all know doesn't work. There's no science that says it does work. In fact, there's science that says it is harmful. But he says, quote, COVID is very much still a thing. Did he buy the drink of Kool-Aid or not? You know, since uh, Stand By Me, of course, he was on Star Trek. He feels compelled to wear a mask in public, even though people act like dicks about it. <laughs> He's 51 now. Oh, my God, I'm old. He took the social media and said, Someone asked why my wife, Ann, and I wear masks to hockey games, and because they weren't a dick about it, I answered them. He said he was posting his full reply for future reference. COVID is still very much a thing, and so is the flu, the common cold, other respiratory diseases, illnesses. And then he posted this long tirade rant on Facebook. If you want to read it, go ahead. I, on the other hand, choose not to waste your time. For a illness that has a 99. What percent survival rate and the younger you are the bigger that number gets. Yeah, okay. So, elections. The most secure elections in history. We heard that right? Of course. Every day, every day there's a new story that comes out about something that happened in Chicago recently things that happened in Georgia the democrats of course say there's no evidence of election fraud because they put you know they took that mask off their mouth and they put it over their eyes apparently i don't know where this is from it's not credited it was posted by andrew 45 magedonian Take a look. Yeah. Most secure elections ever. I work at the vote bell outs, which means we get your votes
1: and we separate them. So if some of these votes happen to say, like this one, Donald J. Dumb Trump, that one just don't make it towards the mayor.
0: And there you go. If that says Donald J. Dumb Trump, doesn't make it. The most secure elections ever. And he's still buying the crap. People are waking up. People are waking up. I'm gonna play a video it's a little long but I think it's worth it. I may cut it short. But this is a young black man who gets it. Posted this on TikTok. And by the way, this relates to those 15 murdering thugs who beat kid to death which is pretty much being ignored by the mainstream media. Because it doesn't fit their narrative, if you know what I mean. Say his name. Jonathan Lewis. Not everybody is ignoring it. Take a
1: listen.
0: by the way, there's some language here, so be aware. aware
1: that you guys wanted me to make a video on the 17 year old boy in Las Vegas that was beat up by a bunch of black kids, 15 total. But the reason why I waited is because I wanted to see if BLN would say something. I wanted to see what other black creators had to say about this. I wanted to see what black entertainment television had to say about this. I wanted to see what Ben Crump had to say about this. Because if it was a black child that was beat up by 15 white kids and died, I guarantee, bare minimum, it would be BLM marching. Well, to answer your question, I didn't receive shit. I didn't hear anything about this other than people tagging me. So here's the story. Rest in peace to Jonathan. He did not deserve that, especially when I found out why he was being jumped.
0: People don't just say, well, okay, what was he doing? Could he be a white supremacist? Let me read you uh, a quick, uh, this is from News 18 Local News. November 1st, over 15 juveniles brutally attacked 17-year-old Jonathan Lewis near Rancho High School after he sought to defend a younger friend who had been robbed by the group.
1: Not only did these fucking animals decide to rob another individual, but when Jonathan steps up and says, I don't want you to hurt my friend, give him his stuff back, they whoop his ass to death
0: and it goes on the link is in our show notes thank god this guy I don't know what's up with the Ewok hat but you know whatever it's TikTok. but yeah squirrel mama on X by the way who posted that and like I said it is good to see indeed that some people just get it <clears throat> another woman who gets it is uh, Laura Aboli, she gave a speech, it's a long speech and I'm obviously not going to play it for you but I wanted you to have the chance to see it and I highly recommend that you do because it's brilliant. Identifying the end goal of those people who are either in control think they're in control or want to be in control, like the WEF, the WHO, all those unelected morons who are doing their best, you know, you'll eat bugs, you'll own nothing and be happy, those asses. If we are to make the right choices as a species, you will listen to us. This woman speaks the very Very scary truth. I don't know if you've seen it I'm not gonna play the whole thing just a little piece of it just to give you a flavor And by the way as an aside not related to this Doesn't she look like Donald Trump's wife? She really does I I, maybe they're from the same country. I, I don't know anyway doesn't matter This is a must watch. The link is in our show notes. You can watch the whole thing. The final goal is to eradicate humanity as we know it. Once you understand the final destination, it becomes much easier to look back and identify the psychological conditioning, the biological tampering, the cultural grooming, and the educational prepping that we have been subjected to for decades in preparation to making us accept a post-human future a post human future like i said that just gives you a small taste of this four minute speech this lady gives and it is amazing it will if they're not already open it will open your eyes folks please take the time watch it yourself share it on your social media outlets these are the kind of things that need to be known Kind of scary crap they're trying to get away with. Unless we call them out, unless we shout it out there, use our social media accounts to let people know what's happening, no one will know. They'll do their best to suppress it, and we have to do our best to unsuppress it. All right. This story goes back. I want to end with uh, a sad but a good piece of news. Restore a little bit of your faith in humanity, I hope goes back to 2014, quite a while ago. A 15-year-old Pakistani schoolboy, his name was Aitzaz Hassan. He noticed a stranger wearing a suicide vest, entering his school, despite being urged by all his friends, as they were doing, to run away Aitzaz decided to confront the suicide bomber. He grabbed the terrorist, and that's when the explosive vest detonated. It killed this 15-year-old Pakistani boy instantly. His actions, however, prevented the terrorist from entering the school and killing what could have well been hundreds of students. Following his death his father said my son made his mother cry but saved hundreds of other mothers from crying for their children. That is that 15 year old Pakistani boy who gave up his life the sake of others. Wow. Like I said, sad story, but hopefully will restore a little bit of your faith in humanity. Shame it has to come to that in some cases, but it does. Hope you or I never have to face that kind of situation, but if we did, I hope we do the right thing. I think we would. Right. Hey, this week, that gives us today and tomorrow to get through the last chapter, and we're almost there, of Lord of the Flies. At the end of our show, after we've covered all the stuff and crap we want to talk about, we always have been reading books, children's classic literature, The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, The Jungle Book, The Little Prince. Alice in Wonderland, Peter, I said Peter Pan. Uh, We've done so many great books. You go way back in the show archives, you can find them all there, little piece at a time from the beginning to the end, until we get through it and move on. So we've been doing that for a long time, and we started uh, Lord of the Flies from William Golding back in 1954. We started that quite a while ago, maybe a month, month and a half. We're almost at the end. It's chapter 12, and we're going to continue on, see how far we get tonight With Lord of the Flies. There was a kind of heavy feeling in Ralph's body where he'd watched his own pulse. Silence again. Yet not entirely so. There were whispering out there, and suddenly the branches were shaking furiously at two places on his right. The pointed end of a stick appeared. In panic, Ralph thrust his own stick through the crack. "'and struck with all his might. "'Ah!' "'His spear twisted a little in his hands, "'and then he withdrew it again. "'Oh!' "'Someone was moaning outside. "'A babble of voices rose. "'A fierce argument was going on, "'and the wounded savage kept groaning. "'Then, when there was a silence, "'a single voice spoke, "'and Ralph decided that it was not Jack's. "'See?' I told you. He's dangerous. The wounded savage moaned again. What else? What's next? Ralph fastened his hands around the chewed spear and his hair fell. Someone was muttering only a few yards away towards Castle Rock. He heard a savage say no in a shocked voice, and then there was suppressed laughter. He squatted back on his heels and showed his teeth at the wall of branches. He raised his spear, snarled a little, and waited. Once more, the invisible group sniggered. He heard a curious trickling sound, and then a louder crepitation, as if someone were unwrapping a great sheet of cellophane. A stick snapped, and he stifled a cough. Smoke was seeping through the branches in white and yellow wisps. The patch of blue sky overhead turned to the color of a storm cloud, and then the smoke billowed round him. Someone laughed excitedly, and a voice shouted, Smoke! He wormed his way through the thicket towards the forest, keeping as far as possible beneath the smoke. Presently he saw an open space and the green leaves at the edge of the thicket. The smallish savage was standing between him and the rest of the forest. The savage, striped red and white, carrying a spear. He was coughing, smearing the paint about his eyes with the back of his hand as he tried to see through the increasing smoke. Ralph launched himself like a cat, stabbing, snarling with the spear, and the savage doubled up, was a shout from beyond the thicket and then Ralph was running with the swiftness of fear through the undergrowth. He came to a pig run, followed it for perhaps a hundred yards and then swerved off. Behind him the undulation swept across the island once more and a single voice shouted three times. He guessed that was the signal to advance and sped away again until his chest was like fire then he flung himself down under a bush waited for a moment till his breathing steadied he passed his tongue tentatively over his teeth and lips and heard far off the ululation of the pursuers There were many things he could do he could climb a tree but that was putting all his eggs in one basket If he were detected, they had nothing more difficult to do than wait. I only had time to think. Another double cry at the same distance gave him a clue to their plan. Any savage balked in the forest would utter the double shout and hold up the line till he was free again. That way they might hope to keep the cordon unbroken right across the island ralph thought of the boar that had broken through them with such ease if necessary when the chase came too close he could always charge the cordon while it was still thin burst through run back but run back where the cordon would turn sweep again sooner or later he would have to sleep or eat and then he would awaken with hands clawing at him and the hunt would become a running down What was to be done then? The tree? Burst the line like a boar? Either way, the choice was terrible. A single cry quickened his heartbeat. Leaping up, he dashed away toward the ocean side and the thick jungle till he was hung up among creepers. He stayed there for a moment with his calves quivering. Only one could have quiet, a long pause, a time to think. And there again, shrill and inevitable, was the ululation sweeping across the island. At that sound, he shied like a horse among the creepers and ran once more till he was panting. He flung himself down by some ferns the tree, or the charge. He mastered his breathing for a moment, wiped his mouth, and told himself to be calm. Sam and Eric were somewhere in that line, and hating it. Or were they? And supposing instead of them, he met the chief, or Roger, who carried death in his hands. Ralph pushed back his tangled hair, wiped the sweat out of his eyes as best he could, spoke aloud. Think. What was the sensible thing to do? There was no piggy to talk sense. No solemn assembly for debate or dignity of the conch. Think. Most he was beginning to dread the curtain that might waver in his brain blacking out the sense of danger, and making a simpleton of him. He jerked his head off the ground and listened. There was another noise to attend to now, a deep, grumbling noise, as though the forest itself were angry with him, a somber noise across which the ululations were scribbled excruciatingly as on a slate. He knew he'd heard it before, somewhere. but had no time to remember. Break the line. A tree. Hide and let them pass. A nearer cry stood him on his feet, and immediately he was on his way again, running fast among the thorn and the brambles. Suddenly he blundered into the open, found himself again in that open space, and there was the fathom-wide grin of the skull no longer ridiculing a deep blue patch of sky but jeering up into a blanket of smoke and then Ralph was running beneath trees the grumble of the forest explained they had smoked him out and set the island on fire Hyde was better than a tree because you had a chance of breaking the line if you were discovered hide then. He wondered if a pig would agree and grimaced at nothing. Find the deepest thicket, the darkest hole on the island, and creep in. Now as he ran, he peered about him. Bars, splashes of sunlight flitted over him, and sweat made glistening streaks on his dirty body. The cries were far now and faint. At last he found what seemed to him like the right place though the decision was desperate. Here, bushes and a wild tangle of creeper made a mat, kept out all the light of the sun. Beneath it was a space, perhaps a foot high, though it was pierced everywhere by parallel and rising stems. If you wormed into the middle of that, you would be five yards from the edge and hidden, Unless the savages chose to lie down and look for you, and even then you'd be in darkness. And if the worst happened and he saw you, you had a chance to burst out at him, fling the whole line out of step and double back. Cautiously, his stick trailing behind him, Ralph wormed between the rising stems. And when he reached the middle of the mat, he lay and he listened. The fire was a big one, and the drum roll that he thought was left so far behind was nearer. Couldn't a fire outrun a galloping horse? He could see the sun splashed ground over an area of perhaps fifty yards from where he lay. And as he watched the sunlight in every patch blinked at him. This was so like the curtain that flapped in his brain that for a moment he thought the blinking was inside him. But then the patches blinked more rapidly, dulled, and went out, so that he saw a great heaviness of smoke that lay between the island and the sun. If anyone peered under the bushes and chanced to glimpse human flesh, It might be Sam and Eric who would pretend not to see and say nothing. He laid his cheek against the chocolate-colored earth, licked his lips dry, and closed his eyes. Under the thicket, the earth was vibrating very slightly. Or perhaps there was a sound beneath the obvious thunder of the fire and scribbled utilations that were too low to hear. Someone cried out. Ralph jerked his cheek off the earth, looked into the dull light. They must be near now, he thought, and his chest began to thump. Hide. Break the line. Climb a tree. Which, which was the best after all? The trouble was, you only had one chance. Whew. We'll finish that up I think we'll get through the end of the book on tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's show. So, wow, man. I, you know, I tell you, this is one of those books like Treasure Island you were supposed to read as a preteen teen. I never did. I'm so glad I'm reading it now because it's been fascinating. hope you're enjoying it. Hey, Wagner195, thank you so much for following the show. Follow your contact directly from... Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Wow! Thank you, Wagner. We really appreciate you being here. Thanks so much. Thanks for hitting that follow button. And uh, thanks for joining the chat, too, please. We're here Monday through Friday at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time in the U.S., wherever you are on the planet, including, and especially today, Rio de Janeiro. Man, I would dream of visiting Rio. I'll never got there probably never will but uh i'm only slightly jealous all right that's it check out our great sponsors down in the show notes buy something especially check out blackout coffee get that great 20 percent discount on an amazing coffee company that's all about the usa i will see you all again oh let's make it tomorrow (laughs) Not. <laughs>